Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Two Mats and a Jeff podcast. We're just some middle-aged guys talking sports. I'm Matt Moyer, along with Matt Bannon and Jeff Moyer. And today's topic is how the European players have affected the NBA. So we're talking about the NBA and the influence of how, you know, an influx really of European players on the game and how that's kind of had an impact along with the players that may have impacted that. So I'll, I'll kind of get started. And one point I thought that really came to mind is with everything that's happening in Europe and with the European players, I think uh, a big impact has been the growth of the G League. You know, in the past, there was no G League. Now we're seeing, you know, people are seeing, oh, there, there's a need for this place for players to develop. And that place was for a little while Europe. Guys that, did, that couldn't make the league would go over to Europe. And all of a sudden the NBA sees, oh, there's a market for this. There's a there's a need for this. And so that's that's one of the big things I think that's come out of the European players and their growth is, and there's a lot of other things, but that's the point that I'll start out with is the growth of the G League and how that impacts the NBA. Okay. Um, one thing I was I was uh, looked about is uh, how they influence more of team play. If you're talking about how when you're when you're looking at people from your Euro, you know, European players, they do more of it's not more of the individual; it is more of the whole team. And so you know the passing aspect and you know working the ball around to get a better shot, rather than like you know. NBA and especially you start to even see it as youngsters like doing one on one and you know and that clear kind outs. of yeah, clear outs exactly we even as we play we even hear people oh, clear it out yeah. yeah so yeah well I think definitely think there's been an impact on back and forth from Europe st- European style to the U.S. style and back and forth it's much more of a global game um, you know I'd like to see some more of that European influence in the style actually show up in the NBA because there is too much one on one I think sometimes with with some of the things that go on there but there's definitely been an influence there on the, on the style of play so one of the things i thought of was just fundamentals and shooting like the european players come over into the nba and they have great fundamentals and can knock it down from anywhere especially nowadays with the three and the prevalence of the three um i, I just think that's huge because it's really the players coming into the game from the states pretty much you know with the way the game is they have to be able to, to to do that if they're going to be on the floor, especially with the like we talked about all the time, stretch three, stretch four, stretch five, whatever, like all that. They, you have to be able to do that nowadays, or you're not going to play. You're not going to get the minutes or whatever. You can't have the guys. There's going to be fewer and fewer like Ben Wallace's and things like that. You basically play one end right. on the floor as far as you know. They're dominant on defense and on the offensive end. They're just there for O boards and a little more, or whatever. That doesn't really. That's not going to exist at some point. Well, and one of the, you know, the European player that brought that over was? Uh, I was going to say, yeah, we had yeah. Dirk Nowitzki from another podcast. I mentioned Dirk Nowitzki. And, yeah, like, you know, he became the stretch four, you know, the big guy, seven-footer, trying to make, you know, make – and not trying, but men being very successful, making threes. Therefore, you had that brought guys out that were bigger to help, you know, not only, you know, uh, they would have to try to shoot, but they were also now to defend – you know, and bring them out to defend it. So therefore leaving more open spaces underneath. So, uh, yes, definitely. Yeah. I think the European players like him certainly created that position more than it used to be. Um, I think another huge uh, impact on the game is just the scouting, you know, the scouting impact, you know, is worldwide. Now the, the NBA teams have to send play, people out worldwide, you know, and obviously you can see everyone on, on video, but you you're scouting the world now. 
not just the college players. And obviously, long time ago, before the internet knows things, you'd have to send a guy to North Dakota if you wanted to see a North Dakota player. But now, you know, you may have to send a guy to all across the, the globe to find these players, and they do. And these players come in and make a big impact. But the scouting, you know, it just has to be completely different than it used to be. You just scour through the college ranks before. If guys would stay at college for four years probably, and you'd say, okay, this is going to be the next best star here coming out of whatever university. Well, now the next best star might be coming out of whatever country and been playing since he's 15. You know, uh, on a professional team, totally different uh, aspect here uh, to, to the game with the scouting. Well, Luca, like Luca well, Doncic, I was, was going go to mention that when you said about you know, uh, yeah, they they would play for their national team uh, as a young player. I mean, we have a guy that's on the Sixers, Furkan uh, Korkmaz, yeah. that you know they would just say, "Oh, we played when he was you know 15, 15 16 years, years old. old," and uh, like so he would play you know against grown men as a uh, teenager so i think you know you don't see that in the states for sure um you know and even with our rules of you know having to be one year just you know out of high school i mean it, there's no rule over there so they're playing their professional ranks as a younger person so yeah go ahead no, i'm saying you go oh no i was just gonna say and so that, that's all i got all right well, i mean i think that that you know, that has had a big impact on the game and the quality of the, the players and the different players are getting a whole scouting impact. Um, yeah, I was just going to say, I mean, I really don't have too much more, but, you know, like I, I think of like a few guys like Tony Kukoc and Vladdy Divots who came over sort of earlier or whatever right. on. And like, you know, you think about it, if not for Tony Kukoc coming over, does MJ have a second repeat? You know, you don't know. Um, and Vlade, if he didn't come over, there'd be no, would have been nobody for Shaq to run over on, right. a, on, on his way to the hoop. Well, I think that aspect there is that's where, you know, um, the, those guys were the predecessors to, to these guys. And people started to say, oh, wait a minute. There's a few people out there in the world beyond the United States, beyond our borders that can come and play here. And, you know, the 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 the. the the higher ups in, in the league saw that and went, wow, we, we got to go take notice of these guys because they can come over and play in this league and have an impact on it. So you mentioned the early guys and there's a lot of early guys, you know, one of the guys I know that comes to mind for me is Drazen Petrovic that, you know, was cut short, but had was, you know, averaging over 20 points a game when, it, when his life was taken. So those guys were setting the stage that, wow, there is something out there. Um, and then, you know, the aspects of how the dream team, you know, yeah. built that and so on. But all those guys, when they came in, I, I think continued to change the way the game was played. Right. I was going to say, now I was going to say, I had some players, obviously we've been talking about Dirk Nowitzki, but I mean, I wrote down some stuff. I mean, he had a 21 year career with the Mavericks. Uh, he, he was a league MVP in 2007, I mean, a 14 time all-star uh, he was an All-NBA player 12 times. Um, and just the amount of points. I mean, he scored 30,000 points, had over 10,000 rebounds, over 3,000 assists, over 1,000 steals, 1,000 blocks. And the guy was just an all-time player. And then you got, you know, some of these younger guys. Um, I'm sure some of you were, you know, obviously, if you're younger out there, you got your Giannis, uh, you know, who's already won two MVPs, always a six-time All-Star, uh, three-time All-NBA Defensive Player of the Year, um, and then yeah, you go to even some of like I, I think of the Spurs teams. You know, you had Tony Parker, who I think he gets I think he gets hardly any credit. He gets shortchanged with a lot of things, yeah. let alone the fact that you know he's, he's a player from France. Um, you know, again, he's got a lot of championships with the Spurs, but also you know uh, he was a Finals MVP in 2007, and um, 
you know, it's interesting. I wrote for him that uh, he had his number nine retired by the Spurs, which was also interesting that he's the ninth leading scorer in playoff history, which I found very, very interesting. Currently? I, that's what I had. Wow. Yes. So well, you look back, you know, some other statistics, you know, back in 80-81 season of the NBA, there was 1.7% of the players were not from the United States. Today, we're over 25% of the players are not U.S., really? not from the U.S., yeah. So, yeah, so huge impact. I can't believe you guys didn't mention this. I got to mention it. The Eurostep. The Eurostep. <laughs> That, that, that has had a big impact yeah. on the game. I mean, I'll tell you the truth. When I was playing, I think I would have called that a travel. But that impact, I mean, think about how that, I mean, some of these guys, you watch them on TV, in the TV especially the big guys like a Joel Embiid, when he's doing that Euro step. It looks like a walk. It yeah. looks like a walk. <laughs> but that has had a huge impact on the game. That one, you know, and I don't know where that where that came from. I don't Either. know the genesis of that. Someone yeah. have to research that. But, you know, it got its name. It didn't come from here. No. So, the impact on the game of just that one thing, the Eurostep, I think is significant. So, you know, the, the cultural exchange of ideas that has continued to go on in the NBA and, you know, Europe and around the world. I mean, this isn't a European player, but a guy like Yao Ming and those guys that have made the NBA a worldwide game. I think that influence back and forth. You know, there weren't guys that were Asian playing in the NBA. But that Euro, that, that I think the, the influx of the Europe, European players led to you know, Africa and China and everything, the scouting and everything, like you said, opened up to worldwide. You know, if it wouldn't have been for the Euro influx, I don't think that happened. Yeah, and I think the scouts are out there looking for the next next Euro. Euro. Yeah, the next the next guy, the next yeah. Euro step, the next player. Yeah. Um, none of that happens without these guys coming over and really, you know, having a, a big impact on on what we see. You know, the Kevin McHales of the world, I don't know if they have a place in the game today because yeah. of the Dirk Nowitzki's and the influence of that game in Europe um, that was clearly happening and wasn't really happening here before them, you know. Well, you also think of the Olympics that, you know, it used to be, okay, U.S. is going to just win. And now, you know, there are how many teams are getting, yeah. you know, uh, just because, again, they're having these players that have been playing together and, uh, you know, you're getting more NBA players that are now being able to play for their countries and uh, making a lot more interesting, at least in, the, in that realm of the Olympics, that you're getting that many more players, you know. So... I think that's a that's a really quick one today, guys. But uh, the the European influence in the NBA game. Share your thoughts. Hit us up and let us know what you think. I think there got to be some additional points we missed. Maybe you love the air influence. Maybe you hate it. Maybe you hate that Euro step. Uh, let us know. Uh, you've been listening to Two Mats and the Jeff podcast. Uh, we will see you next time.